All right, so I've got a question. Action versus allowing. A little bit of context. Um, so I, I think I've been a pretty good manifester most of my life. When I was young, I wanted to become a professional soccer player. And so I didn't meditate on that. I just worked my butt off. Um, in business, the same thing has happened. And there's a lot of talk with the in, in the entrepreneurial space about hustle, grind, which I don't really agree with. But there's a lot of successful entrepreneurs who have put in the time. So how do you find that balance? Or how do you make the distinction between action and then stepping back to allow? Well, a combination of being in a state of alignment and then receiving the impulse to act, that's the best scenario. Because in that way, you're tuned in, your inner being who knows where you are in relationship to what you want and who knows exactly what your state of resistance is, then can give you an impulse so that you have that really good timing. If you were acting only without inspiration, then it is more of a grind. And some people do that. They believe that it takes pain to have gain. And so they experience a lot of pain and they do get some gain, but we want to put it into a context that you can really feel with us. We want you to feel the difference between a physical world who is action oriented, who's not paying too much attention to alignment, who feels competitive. Now competitions, fine because in competition often your desires are launched and a desire that is launched is a wonderful thing but you need to be in alignment with the desire that is launched in order to feel satisfaction or movement toward it and so if you are part of that world that is not paying too much attention to alignment and Therefore you are working hard. You are putting in the hours. You are beating the pavement. You are throwing enough mud on the wall, believing that if you throw enough mud up, some of it will stick. Yes, of course, it is easy to differentiate between those who try and those who don't by those who make an effort and those who don't. We just want you to understand the huge difference in leverage. If you are tuned in to broader resources and you are inspired to your action rather than offering effort in resistance. Sure. That makes sense. Cause I mean, I love my work. I could work. I mean, I'm working on the cruise and people are like, what, what are you working for? I'm like my life is a vacation. I love what I do. So in, Often, in that, especially in physical activity in sports, it's true of so many things, but often the actual physical movement puts you into a state of alignment or allowing people talk about getting that second wind or getting into the zone. That's what they're talking about. And so it would not be accurate for us to say about others, or even for them to say it about themselves, that it is only through their action that they have achieved the great things that they have achieved. Yeah, totally. Um, so Another kind of a segue question from that is we help a lot of healers and, and spiritual teachers and coaches and one, two things come up. One is they're so tuned in to this whole, it'll come when it's ready. And it's, it's really held them back from taking action because they feel that they're kind of pushing against 
the allowing of stuff to happen. Um, so, I just so it feels to you that they are not being directive enough of their own intentions, that they're just sort of whatever will be, will be? Exactly. So just you know, having that distinction of it's okay to have the effort, have the action, as long as it's aligned. This is a good way to have this discussion. So sometimes people ask even about the things that they've heard us say over time. Which is it, Abraham? Am I to be a deliberate creator and intend and script and tell the story the way I want it to be? Or am I to get into a state of allowing and just wait for the inspiration? Because it seems like contradictory messages. And that's when we remind you of the steps of creation where the first step is ask and contrast causes you to do that even without you knowing it. And the second step is that source lines it up. But if you didn't have the experience that caused you to ask, there wouldn't be anything to line up. And the thing that we've noticed about so many people is that if they hold themselves in that asking mode, because usually when someone is asking for something, they're asking for something that they believe they do not yet possess. And so the absence of what they want is what's dominant in their vibration. And so you can hold yourself in that holding pattern for a long, long time. If you're yearning for it and you really, really want it and you're so aware that you don't have it, then there is not enough action in the world to compensate for that sort of resistance. And so that's why we're wanting to teach a little balance that of course you want to ask, but you bring us to a discussion that is really worth having. So let's chew on this just a little bit for masters of creation, like those of you who are gathered here. So let's talk about what much of the traditional world thinks of in business or even in sports. It's all around of setting goals and defining what you want and telling the universe what you want. Well, here's our vantage point of all of that. You have already through the life that you've lived done much more of that than you recognize. You have incrementally with broad strokes and not such broad strokes, you have made your claim to what you want and it is vibrationally underway. So step one and step two have already happened. Step three is you must find a way of not holding away from you the very thing that you've asked for. And so if you keep taking score, then you often keep renewing your awareness that it hasn't happened yet, which is not true because it is in the process of happening. And so, so many people who are setting goals are looking for the manifestation of what they can see and hear and smell and taste and touch. And until they see it, they count it as a goal not yet achieved when it isn't true. It's a goal underway. It's something in the process of already happening. We want you to let the way you feel be your measurement. And so going back to the very first thing that you said to us, we don't want you to be complacent and disinterested and bored. We want you to be eager and alert. We want you to be satisfied and more. And when you are feeling satisfied, you wouldn't at all have the impulse or offer the critique that there isn't something going on. Boredom usually means that there's not much going on, but if you have interest, then there is something that is going on. So here's the way that we like to explain this. 
So you've created it and it's in your vortex and it's gestating and the various things that you are asking for are in various stages of becoming and they are being revealed to you all day, every day and your ability to realize them or recognize them really has to do with how much alignment that you've accomplished. So let's say that you are in a state of alignment pretty steadily, that you're satisfied most of the time and you're feeling high on life and eager. You would call yourself someone who has a lot of clarity and most of all, a lot of interest and eagerness for life. So you're in the state of allowing often, in fact, mostly under those conditions. Well, if you know yourself to be there, then a natural impulse that comes from you, your inner being will literally, we're not kidding at all, feed to you thoughts and impulses that you're ready for that you might not even know that you're ready for. And under those conditions, the more specific you become about the things you want, then the more fun you have in the unfolding. If there is ever a time to talk about the goals that you have set, is when you're tuned in, tapped in, turned on, because then you have that feeling of your hands in the clay. Esther will say, it feels like the magic is here and I only have to point and the universe responds to my pointing, but you've got to get some energy moving and you have to be well understanding of what that feels like for you to be tuned in, tapped in, turned on. People that are demanding it, that are demanding it from a place of fury or displeasure, they're not getting any help from the universe. And while they may be gathering a lot of momentum around them from others like them that are making things happen, it's not the joyful unfolding that you really signed on for or that you want. And so here's the rule of thumb that we encourage. Be as specific as you can be while you are feeling good. And unless you are feeling good, take a very general stance. And so the more eager you are about life, then the more you're wanting to explain to the universe, the details of what you are wanting, because the universe has the ability to answer everything that you want to the degree of your ability to recognize it. And your ability to recognize it is absolutely related to how good you feel. That's good. Speaking of how good you feel yesterday, you mentioned, or not yesterday, I guess like five weeks ago, it seems, uh, since our last session, you mentioned um, acting not kind of acting in alignment as opposed to when you're in fear, something along Say those again, lines. Give it broader. So if someone's not ready to do something, letting them wait until they're ready to do that. That's kind of what I got from that conversation. We don't encourage you to push forward in fear. There are those who believe that if you push forward in it, you will overcome it. The fun story that we've been telling for a while is if you're sitting on a park bench and you feel like there's a monster in the bushes, whether there is or not, get off the bench. Yeah. Well, if you know the, if you know the thing you want to do, because I think most of us have achieved, I think most of us get uh, stuck in life, not that that's the right word to use, but we, we tend to gravitate towards fear and comfort as opposed to moving through that to move to our higher self. And a lot of times we're doing things that are seemingly less comfortable than sitting on the couch. And if we didn't do that, there would be no momentum We think momentum it's forward. worth identifying for yourself whether you're moving out of interest or out of fear. Because the way you're presenting it to us is more like the action format, sitting on the couch or getting up and doing something. Well, we are not 
debating whether it's better to sit on the couch or whether it's to get up and do something. We're only talking about alignment in which case sometimes you feel like sitting on the couch and it's the best thing to do. And sometimes you feel like getting up and doing something. But the operative word is not the action of sitting or standing, of staying or going. It's the inspiration from which you do one or the other. Sometimes the perfect thing to do is to sit on the couch and contemplate or cuddle or meditate or be well. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's really from the, the intention that it's coming from or from the inspiration. It's the vibrational stance from which you make your intention. Yeah. Makes sense. Awesome. Thank you.